Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. This week on the podcast, we have Sam. Listen to him talk about his struggles through school and his passion for climbing. So Samuel, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. Nice to have you here. Yeah, and uh, well, already you've spoken a little bit about two different hobbies, gaming and uh, photography. One of my hobbies, um, I used to game a lot, um, really a lot. Like uh, in one game, I had over 500 hours in one year. Okay. So that's a lot. Um, <laughs> I no longer game as much as I used to do because I'm busy with school and other hobbies I have currently. Um, I'm also a big climber. Uh, it's oh. my hobby and my work and my sport. Oh, so I climb like uh, rock climbing. Rock climbing, in, yeah, with an indoor gym. Indoor, indoor yeah, rock one climbing. Here in Zwolle. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really awesome. It's also my job. I do. I work down the weekends. Yeah. So, tomorrow I have to work again there. Okay, and then you take whatever. This is where like maybe parties, you know, children's parties, children's parties um, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. Yeah. Um, uh, we have uh, trainings for kids who want to become better in climbing. We have. Um, Workshops for people who want to start in climbing. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of things to offer. Well, when did you get into that? That's a pretty uh, thrilling... Uh, I've been able... I've done it a couple of times just for fun, you know, for... Yeah, more like... Yeah, more to laugh at myself. But but I do enjoy it when I go. So. Um, I started when I was a little kid. Uh, my parents were uh, climbers. Okay. So there's a baby picture of me that I'm hanging in a robe there. Awesome. It's awesome. And when I was old enough to start climbing, they put me on the climbing trainings. And I climbed for a, a couple of years. Um, uh, so what do you love about it? I mean, you've been doing it for <sighs> 10 years. Well, yeah, like 10 years. Yeah, um, 10 so, years and climbing before that. Yeah, even before then, yeah. Uh, I love the um, challenge you always have. It's always challenging to start climbing. It's always the uh, adrenaline climbing. And uh, when you fall, it's always a challenge to push beyond your limits. And yeah. always try to become the best of, of yourself climbing. Yeah. And it's... Is indeed challenging. It's also um, a dangerous sport. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I always tell my uh, students when I'm teaching them, it's like climbing is very dangerous. If something goes wrong, it's not a broken leg, it's not an, a broken bone, etc. It's just a, a scratch or death. Yeah. Not in between. Yeah. And that's always why you have to be careful with climbing. And accidents do happen, unfortunately. Yeah. Sure. Luckily, I've never broken a bone in my life or have seen a death. Okay. But I have talked to people who lost close friends while climbing in a mountain stand. Have you ever taken your skills outside? I do. I do have taken outside. Um, I used to go every year to the mountains with my parents. Uh, however, they became both injured in the backs and their feet, and they couldn't go in anymore to the mountains. And I did two years ago. I did a um, course in the mountains, a week-long course. Um, with, a, with two mountain guides and a group of eight who was, we were, were a week in a, a mountain hut. Uh, we were stay there and we did all the all different things uh, about climbing, mountaineering, alpine climbing. Yeah. So it was a, really a lot of fun. and really challenged myself also to switch from the indoor gym where everything's really safe to the outdoors where everything can change within an instant. Of course, yeah. You add that, the wind and you add all the, all of the different elements and yeah. things like that. Sing something about this, this sport though. You, it's not you, for go, everyone, you no. go up to four meters and then you jump off of it? Yeah, you jump off of it. Into what? On a mat you have beneath you all the people who are catching you um, outside. Inside oh my God. Big foam mats you fall on. Yeah. And they break a fall but uh, are not really safe to fall. Sometimes people land wrong and break a bone. Yeah. Um, like myself, I've landed one time wrong and I had in, uh, injured feet. I couldn't okay. walk for two days. So mm. it was a bit a bummer. 
Yeah, I'd say so. Do you hope this will be part of your life? Uh, you um, know, yeah, just in I don't want to do it later on in my life. Um, I want to keep it a part of my life as well. I want to keep climbing for the rest of my life. As yeah. Well, or as long as I can. Yeah. But I don't want to um, do it for the rest of my life like a job or something. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah too hard to figure out a way to make money or something with it. I, yeah, just... Um, have you seen this movie called Free Solo? I have, I've not seen it yet, but I've heard great things about it. But I have seen the uh, first movie that came before Free Solo. Which one? Dawn Wall. It's on Netflix, on the Dutch I've Netflix. I've heard, I've heard, it's okay. It's one of Free Solo as well. Um, it's another great documentary about climbing uh, history. Yes. It's fairly, fairly uprising. Yeah. And uh, I'd say Alex Honnold is one mad lad. He is, uh, is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. The lessons you've learned in uh, climbing, do they work in other areas of your life at all? Uh... Some lessons I've taken from climbing I have put in my real life. For example, everything can change in an instant, so uh, don't take things for granted. Yeah. Um, also, um, I've learned that if you just keep hold, keep uh, trying, some, you will succeed sometimes in uh, school or just in life. Yeah. So don't give up after your first fall. Go back. Immediately go back in the wall, try again, keep trying till you're done. Yeah. Or you can't go on anymore. Yeah. And then that. the next day, come back and try again. Yeah, and then do it again. Yeah, Just until you. Keep yeah. trying, keep yeah. trying, keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. Because I certainly don't know climbing like you do, but it's one of those things where it's like you just got to, you have to keep practicing that yeah, you, move. Yeah. Like wherever you're getting stuck, you have to. You have to practice, indeed. You have to train for it. Um, and the thing is, your body can do it uh, just fine now. But it's always here in your head. It's 80% of climbing, in my experience, comes from my um, mental state. Keep trying and push yourself on. You can go on further than you expected yourself to go. Yeah. So what is the mentality? What's the, you say it's 80%, you know, your mentality. What mentality is necessary? That you can make it. Okay. Not you want to make it, you can make it. If you believe you can make you also it. Like, uh, you also like photography. Photography, yes. Yeah, uh, is it connected kind of to, because uh, um, I could see, well, the mountains would give you plenty of reason yeah. to take pictures, um, I guess. But I believe my first time I started really looking at photographs and taking photographs was on the, back in the mountains. Mm -hmm. I love the scenery there. I'm mm -hmm. always happy when I'm back in the mountains. Mm -hmm. If I see my first mountain every time, I'm always happy in vacations. Yeah. And just is happy to be back there. It's really, it feels a bit like home. Yeah, cool. Me because every do you have siblings? I do. I have a half brother. My father had a marriage for my mother. Uh -huh. mother I gave my half brother out. Um, uh, he also did photography a long time. He also did photography of bands on uh, performances. Yeah. Another brother. He is studying. Uh, he's doing his last year of his bachelor in uh, Groningen. Okay. He's his uh, economics and business economics. He is now twenty. Okay. I then have a little brother, he is 16, and he's doing his last year of the uh, lower uh, part of the education program, the um, lower level. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. So, that's quite a difference between me and my brother. Yeah, yeah. It's also fun always. Yeah, so what do you, so explain that. I mean, I think the, the, the leveling of yeah, uh, the education is so interesting yeah. here, and, and I think that... Um, well, we start with, uh, everyone starts with eight years of, yeah. um, from the age of four, eight years of um, elementary yeah. school. It's like eight years you do, you uh, learn reading, you learn um, you learn um, um, writing, you learn all the basics. Yeah. And then you, eight year you have this big test. It's a, it's a four-day test or a three-day test, I yeah, believe. Yeah, uh-huh. And then you get a mark, and with the mark and experience of your teachers, you get an... Um, 
a placement kind placement. of placement. It's not. It's mandatory. Uh, it's not set mandatory, but it's sometimes uh, viewed upon as mandatory. Yeah. Um, and we have three levels after that. After elementary, it's called uh, Fabio, Havo, yeah. and Fabio. Yeah. Um, Fabio is the lower part. It's four years. Uh, it's a bit more um, practical. Um, you do stuff. You, you are already orientating for your next. Um, uh, yeah, career study. maybe. Career, yeah, it's career focused. Yeah, maybe. yeah. But so what I'm curious. So this is this has been discussed actually in um, in the podcast a little bit. But what I'm interested in is I haven't heard a lot of siblings who end up in different in in very different yeah. in very different levels. It's so is that is that a, a, a an issue in your house? Well, or no, or uh, it, it's uh, sometimes an issue in the house uh, because he started. My little brother started on the high level. Okay. And, and he just um, he he lacked in school. He did nothing. He fell back to the middle level. And then uh, decided I want to quit school. Okay. And uh, my parents flat out refused it because he's just sixteen. Yeah. And they said, okay, you want to stop? What you're gonna do? We're gonna try to get you the last year of the lower level, and then you do exams. You get at least your your secondary uh, education. Yeah. Certificate, and um, then you may go do whatever you want. Okay. And he. I believe that was part of his school choice. He chose a school that was more like uh, elementary and it didn't push him far enough in my experience. And yeah. he said himself he chose the wrong school. Okay. And that's why he liked his school and felt. And sometimes when we're having a discussion or a fight and he's just annoying, I say, yeah, at least I'm smarter than you. And then yeah. It's a pity move. I <laughs> yeah. to say it. And yeah, we get angry sometimes about it. It plays an issue in the house as well. Yeah. Because he has two brothers, one. Uh, he has three brothers, but one we don't see as much. Yeah. With two brothers, he says more often, and one of it, him is doing his last year of bachelor. He's in his honors program of oh. the school. He's in the top 13 students of his study. Okay. And um, then he has another brother who is also doing the higher education. He's also planning to go to university. Yeah. And he's also doing better than last year. Yeah. <laughs> but but there so there can be this feeling like he's... Uh, yeah. The black sheep. The black sheep. Yeah. He's on the outside uh, yeah. looking in or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, he has said it himself, but it sometimes feels like that. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that's uh, pretty challenging. So, yeah. In what ways do you guys uh, connect? So so it's it's clear yeah, that it's clear have, that there's uh, some difference. Yeah, we bad days. Um, we do connect the most part about technology and computers oh, yeah. and uh, all things are surrounded by that. For example, we bond about around thing, uh, things, uh, technology. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's uh, so it's interesting. It's like not surprising maybe that the place in which you connect is very hands-on, right? It's yeah. very Because that's that's his own strength and his own... And that's uh, also what I want to do later in my life. Um, I want to do to study computer science and engineering at okay. Delft Technical University. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so what draws you to this as a, as a career... Well, first of all, you got great energy. You're fun to talk to. I mean, I, li- I really like. Uh, we've been all over the place, but you seem really passionate. I am. Yeah. Certain so, so things, I am. Yeah. And where does that passion? Where is that? Is that? Uh, do you see that in your own parents, or does that come from like, uh, from school? Or you, uh, are you? Is your passion encouraged well, at I school? I am diagnosed with ADHD. Oh, okay. So I have that, and I have medication for it. Um, but I really like when I do like doing something I'm really passionate about it and go full in, yeah. pass on, uh, and just try to do the best I can in it. Yeah. And yeah. it's very fun to do always, and I love it. Yeah. And also I want to do it later on in my life. Um, so it's also 
really fun to just do in general. Yeah. Yeah, and so you're um, ADHD, you said? Yeah, I am uh, diagnosed with it. Okay, and when when were you diagnosed? Um, uh, two weeks and a month ago, the 26th of February this year. Oh, uh, recent? Oh, recent, yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. Well, how, how did it uh, um, manifest itself in a way that you said, maybe this is a, a, a problem or an issue or well, something? Charles and I was already uh, um, busy and always uh, all over the place. Uh, my parents described me as like a bunny hopping all over the room. Mm-hmm. And um, last year, I really um, found myself I, uh, with issues. Uh, I saw I couldn't focus on on school. I uh, didn't care anymore about certain things. I just couldn't focus and put my attention to what I wanted to do. You have good days with your medication. You have bad days. Yeah. And sometimes the bad days are really horrible. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes the good days are really fun. Yeah, because you want to keep that energy, but yeah. it, but it seems like you're able to do that really. So that's True. that's it's that's also great. I mean, in forty five minutes, I've taken my new medications, kind of working out now. Oh god! <laughs> so well, um, I I admire the the uh, energy myself. So yeah, I always try to be positive about things I do. Yeah, that's um, great. Unfortunately, my uh, past hasn't been that positive. Oh no! No. Uh, what do you? In what ways? Uh, I've been bullied a lot. Is that right? Every kind of way you can possibly imagine. Oh, over what things? um, About who I was, about my uh, person, not about my uh, disgrace, what kind of things, uh, because the people bullying me was also intellectuals. Yeah. They did the higher uh, courses on the uh, elementary. Okay. And I was just uh, not like them. I was weird. They described me. um, I was really, yeah, just all those kind of things just... um, came together and they started bullying me, excluding me from the group, um, calling me names, um, physical bullying was involved, and uh, online bullying was involved. Yeah, yeah. And through what, uh, through just different sites or different apps or whatever? Uh, uh, well, we had, back in the days, we had this, the app, this website now, it's called Hives, it was uh, like Facebook, but in the early days, it just in the Netherlands. Yeah, okay, yeah. And when I came to this school, the first four years were horrible as well. Oh, I had no friends. Okay. Um, I was excluded from the group for everything. Um, it was just horrible. Okay. Now it goes better every day. How? How? Uh, so yeah. So this is an important piece of the of the story, which is how is it getting better? What is needed from you for it to be getting better? Did you get outside help, or was it from within yourself, um, or? Well, well, the thing is, I had some really assholes in uh, my first four years. Mm-hmm. They're just horrible uh, people. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm but also, I played a big part in it. I was not the best social person. Uh, I've learned on the way. But all, everything came from, I believe, from, his, from myself. I haven't had help uh, for these kind of things since just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's when I started with the help from uh, as well with HGHD, etc. And came in this new year, new, new people, and I just made a new group of friends. Okay. And they accepted me for who I was. Yes. And that helped myself a lot. Makes all the difference, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It makes all difference uh, mentally as well. Because now I feel valued, valued and I feel just more happy every day. Yeah. Instead of, I just want to go to school today, this, these last few months. Yeah. Instead, I didn't want to go to school today. Um, I have I had moments of even thought of ending my own life. Mm. So it was really horrible to be in that state of really? no one talking to you, no one going out of the way to say hi to you, always being ignored, yeah. excluded from groups. Yeah. 
So that was a horrible experience. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for so this episode. So if you just had a piece of advice, one sort of final or ultimate piece of advice, what would it be? Find the new ones. Some new ones. It's a very difficult question. It is. It really is. I I'm I'm glad I ask it and not get asked it. I just say keep holding on. It will get shittier. It will get better. It's just life. It's yeah, just try to keep holding on and reach out when you are really at the darkest moments. Mm. And also, and quote uh, stuck with me for a long time is the only limits are the limits of your imagination. Mm-hmm. And just try to push beyond those limits you believe you, that are your limits, mm. and try to find the thing you you makes you, that makes you happy, that makes you just um, feel valued, uh, feel important everywhere, and mm-hmm. just be yourself then. And I think that is really important as well to remember. Because it will get shittier, it will get better, but as long as you just keep holding on, it will only get better. Terrific. Thanks so much, Samuel. Really nice to uh, get to chat with you. No problem. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Share Share Podcast. Be sure to check out any episodes you may have missed and stay tuned for new ones.